what's going on you sexy lovers welcome back to the sex mechanic podcast i am your host the sex mechanic aka jinx benoit aka mr born to explore aka confident creator aka the exception aka i did it my way and uh this is episode number 33 of the sex mechanic podcast where we talk about sex dating and situationships um i was gonna try something different tonight uh y'all tell me what this looks like the sex mechanic podcast after dark it's kind of what i was thinking but i'm bullshitting i don't have the uh camera set up for that <laughs> but um uh, and like on a serious tip though i really do want to uh have more of a vibe of a podcast where we talk more about sex um i am after all a sexologist um i'm not a dating coach i'm not a dating expert either um and as you will find out um after today's podcast there's a lot for me still to learn and that i'm you know learning in the dating space so i we talk about dating a lot but i'd like to shift the focus more towards sex and uh enjoying a better sex life because hey I happen to have the ability to help people do that. So I feel like I should be giving game on my platform and allowing people to uh, to get that knowledge. Um, and of course, I want to keep it very conversational, very laid back, just like I, just how I do now. Uh, whether a guest is here or not, I want it to be like we're talking and we're having a conversation versus I am lecturing you because I can make a course for that or do a workshop or a seminar if you want to be lectured. But if you come here, you come in here for the conversation and the connection. So welcome. Welcome back. Man, 2022, y'all. Y'all tell me how 2022 has been for y'all before I get into how it's been for me, please. Um, I really am curious. Uh, I'm gonna let some people roll in and, you know, do their thing. There might be a little bit of time lag uh, I got my drink tonight. I don't know what y'all drinking, but I got some, uh, some cider and some seltzer, hard seltzer mix. Um, yeah. Tell me how 2022 has been for y'all. Cause man, 2022, I'm, I'm thinking, look in 2021, first of all, you see how it was like from the last two or three years, it's been like every year, every next year is going to be like, oh, this is going to be the year. This is about to be the one. Uh, you know, this is going to be the one where, you know, I pop off or this happens for me or life changes. Life changes. Life for show changes. But the past two years, every time New Year's came around, um, the shit was rough. <laughs> and this year was way rougher than last year. You feel me? And last year was not great. Um, but, uh, but this year, you know what I'm saying? Like for one, um, I got the vid, you know what I'm saying? Early in the year, uh, I traveled to the Bay area to hang out with a couple of friends for a friend's birthday. And by the time I got back, um, the other people in the group had it, uh, and you know, we, we let each other know. And then I found out I had it too. And then I was basically out for, the last couple weeks. So I'm glad I planned to be out for two weeks already. Uh, it actually worked out perfectly, but um, yeah, um, it wasn't that bad. 
the sore throat part of it was the worst, which happened on the last maybe five days. Uh, the first few days was uh, achy body and chills and coughing, of course. The coughing was pretty much throughout, but the sore throat was the worst of it. Honestly, that was the most annoying part. It was like, bruh, I like to sing in the shower and shit. Like, I can't do that with a sore throat. I, I could I could barely drink water without it, you know, being super uncomfortable. So that was that. Um, I left my my uh, my job finally. Uh, I resigned on January 4th and that was like right when I got back with the whole uh, COVID thing. But that same night that I was at work, I had to leave work early because I, I had symptoms that were just kind of like, nah, something else doesn't seem right and I think I should go home. So I didn't even get to spend my last night, you know, a full last night there. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and then of course the, maybe the biggest thing that's happened with me was, uh, remember I had a breakup, right. Or a breakup of sorts in December, early December. Um, I'm stubborn. So I tried to go back and make that work. You know what I'm saying? I tried to will that into existence and, uh, it blew up in my face. It blew up pretty bad in my face. And so the past two weeks has also been rough from the standpoint of uh, basically going through a range of different emotions, um, ups, downs, side to side, uh, all kind of different emotions. Uh, and now I'm in a place where I'm, I'm a lot better than I was. And I'm just, you know, kind of respecting the situation for what it was. Uh Appreciation, as I usually do. Appreciation first today uh, for 2022, the first the first podcast of 2022 for us. So clap, clap, clap for me at least. I'm clapping. I'm proud. Uh, the lessons I've learned about attracting what you want in real life situations. I've known and spoken about the law of attraction for years. I mean, it's nothing new to me. It's something that I I follow, I listen to, and I uh, take into my own life. I have examples of of actually attracting stuff based on the law of attraction. But in terms of attracting a partner in a relationship, uh, I never really applied it to that. And this was quite the experience, quite the lesson. Uh, in attracting a partner and how to do it the right way. That's why, obviously, the title is what it is because there were lessons that I learned that I could use moving forward to allow me to attract uh, the right partner for, me, for myself moving forward. So, um, all right, so what happened, right? All right, I'm going to just give you all a summary, quick summary. Um. When I say I tried to make the situation work, I tried to will it into existence. Um, I didn't realize until, you know, maybe in the past couple of weeks that the 
energies that we we both came in with me and this other person um attracted each other but it attracted each other in the wrong way because we both respectively were coming out of situations um i've talked about the situation i came out of last on some episode i don't remember which one but um it was a situation where we were talking for a while and when it came time to go to the next level i didn't feel like uh like that was the right move and so that other person was devastated they were crushed um they felt blindsided and uh this person that i was just dealing with uh actually came out of a similar situation except she was on the other end so uh it was natural that we would attract each other because those vibrations were still active in our in our like in our space you know i thought i had gotten over it and i had gotten past it but clearly i didn't because once i found that out about her that she just came out of that there was a feeling of like oh shit i don't want to fuck this one up again you know what i'm saying the way i did the last one but then there was also feeling as i started to like her more that i could uh change the fate of what happened the last time i could i could do it differently and i could fix it you know but both of those mindsets were not the right mindset so lo and behold uh we we started off where we started off things were good uh we started liking each other we told each other that um but things changed when i approached it from a place of fear um i was i was so used to being in when we started casual so i was used to when things are casual it has an expiration date it's gonna end at some point i've talked about that on the podcast too and i felt like all right well this thing will be no different um if this is casual then it's gonna have an expiration date and even if we like each other you know we kind of like each other right now but if it's not that serious then there's still a chance that that can happen and so by me approaching it that way um that basically started a like imagine it as we were both kind of like moving along and we were both going with the flow and just letting it roll letting it ride and then one person comes with fear then the other person gets scared and then now there's a cycle of fear throughout the rest of the relationship where there are times when i felt more confident and more like you know ready to move forward and uh i think i maybe me more than her after that point but um either way it didn't work out um it turned into based on our past it turned into the focus became um gaining and retaining power and feeling like the other person was trying to take that power from us respectively um if that makes any sense and uh yeah that just wasn't a recipe for success um some things happened towards the end that basically proved that uh oh this is definitely not going anywhere <laughs> sometimes you need and this is the funny thing about lessons right sometimes you need to feel like you've been jumped uh thrown out of a truck ran over by a train and maybe thrown out of a of a moving aircraft with no 
a parachute for you to get a lesson. And the lesson was drilled into me after, you know, some of the situations that happened towards the end that, oh, okay, I can't, I can attract stuff, but I can also attract it based on what's in my vibration versus what I'm actually saying. So that was a lesson that I won't forget. And also, um, as we get into that part about the lessons that I learned and, you know, what I could take from it moving forward, um, definitely something I'm going to work on and I'm going to practice moving forward. So that's kind of how it went down. Um, there was definitely uh, an urge to continue pointing the finger outward about like what was done to me, you know what I'm saying? Like throughout or towards the end. But uh, at some point I had to stop that. That wasn't a, that wasn't a good place to be in. Um, it served its purpose at a point. Um, it helped me get through certain things and kind of get certain feelings out, but it wasn't a good place to stay in because you can't really learn from mistakes. If you're saying it's somebody else's fault, you feel me? So I had to eventually get out of that. So these are the lessons that I learned. And uh, yeah, what I learned from this last situation, right? I still didn't see anybody telling me what kind of drinks they got. I don't see anybody telling me how their 2022 has been so far. Like, I'm gonna need y'all to speak. I mean, please. Do I have to beg y'all to, to speak? Now nah, speak when y'all ready though, seriously. Um, so what I learned, uh, I learned for one, that if I'm not in a solid place and I'm not connected with my inner being, I run the risk of looking elsewhere for that connection, right? And when I say inner being, that means different things to different people. Uh, you might call it God. You might call it universe. You might call it source energy, but it all means the same thing. Uh, it's you having that connection with your the highest power and whatever that highest power is for you. You can choose what that is and you can decide. But uh, when you're not in that space where you're connected to that higher power, that God within, then you go searching elsewhere for that connection you go searching elsewhere for the love or for the attention or for um that security you know you go searching outside of yourself for that and that's a very dangerous thing to do because no human that i know of is capable of of holding that responsibility maybe you might know somebody who's able to uh hold on to somebody else as their their object of attention for the rest of their life. But I haven't met any humans that could do that successfully. So it's not in the best interest of me, at least. I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, it's not in the best interest of me to look outward for uh, for anything like that, for any kind of connection. I got to have a connection within first, and then I can have somebody join me while I'm in my space of happiness, while I'm in my space of peace. And uh, hopefully they're in that same space and we can come together and make something special. But I can't look towards them for that. 
Um, the second thing I learned was uh, as much as I want to hold on, and I think I kind of mentioned this before, as much as I want to hold on to what was done to me in the relationship, it all starts with me attracting things and me giving up my power willingly because I was too lazy to focus my attention on me without anyone else's help. So what that means is instead of doing the things like doing the work, you know, meditation, uh, maybe journal writing. I do the journal writing, but uh, sometimes I'd slip on that. Uh, meditation consistently and just finding whatever you need to find to have a real connection with your higher power, whatever that is for you. If you're not doing that work, and now you're saying that uh, it's somebody else's fault because they did this, that, and the other. Well, you shouldn't have gave that person the power and the ability to do that to you. At the end of the day, you shouldn't. They shouldn't have that. Like, it should start with you and what you're attracting. And uh, that should be your focus. And I do believe you'll get the best out of people when you're completely connected to your higher power. You get a different version of people. You attract people that are on your vibrational level. And you get people in your space and in your environment that you resonate with. You're not going to get people that don't resonate with you. If you're being too positive and somebody's not on that positive shit, they're not going to want to be around you. You're going to be very annoying to those people. <laughs> so it's one way of weeding out people that don't match your vibration is by you getting connected and you getting into a space where you're, you know, where you feel connected. And you're not going to be in that space all the time. I don't think that's in my, in my future for me to be in that space all the time. The only people I know who've done that are spiritual teachers like, you know, maybe Buddha or Jesus Christ or whoever else. They were able to stay in that space for maybe prolong, prolonged amount of time. But I don't think I'm going to be that. But I know I can choose to do that when I wake up. I could choose to go to bed in that way. And I could choose different times of the day where I want to uh, get more connected with source. And uh, you can do that as well. Third thing I learned was uh, my, my vibration is more important than my words when attracting anything. Since my past wasn't fully resolved, I brought that into the next experience, even though I thought I was past it. So I had spoken about it a few times about the last situation. And I thought, oh, you know what I'm saying? I got over that. I go, to, I, I got past the guilt. You know what I'm saying? I took about eight months um, of beating myself up and feeling like I fucked up big time. And I felt like by that time I was good. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was ready to move on. But the the real way you can know if you've moved on or not is by what you attract and the fact that i attracted somebody with the uh with the same <sighs> coming from the same situation like the same exact situation based on our our uh our renditions of it our our versions of it it's like yo that tells you right there if you don't believe in the power of attraction or the law of attraction before that, you'll definitely believe it after that. Because how do you how do you attract somebody who was in the same situation as you just were if that's not still active, you know? So 
that's what it is. And uh, I got to take responsibility for that. SG says, hashtag facts. Appreciate that. <clears throat> so, yeah, you could say everything you want to say in terms of, oh, I want to have a mansion. I want to be filthy rich. Um, I want to have the fanciest of cars and travel and do all this other shit. But if you don't truly believe that and your vibration is saying something different, you're going to attract what you actually are vibrating, not what you're saying. Because your words are very nice, but uh, the universe, uh, law of attraction respects your vibration. It don't even, you could, you could argue that the law of attraction doesn't even really understand words. There's so many different languages. The law of attraction doesn't understand words and languages. It understands energy and vibration. So the energy that you put out based on what you're saying is what's going to resonate with the law of attraction. And that's what you're going to get more of. And it also, law of attraction doesn't, doesn't distinguish between what you do want or what you do not want. It focuses on what you focus on. So if you're focusing on what you don't want more than what you do want, well, you're going to get more and more of what you don't want. And last year, I definitely think that I um, spent too much time. Oh, you can see that, huh? Yeah. Got that in Jamaica. Feel like wearing it today. I don't know why. Can Oh, can I see your necklace? I thought you said you could see it. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, it's just a little wooden something made and I uh, got in Jamaica. Uh, what was I saying? The language. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Last year, I think I spent way too much time, even on the podcast, talking about things that I didn't want in a partner. And I ended up getting a lot of that towards the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, those things just kind of manifested uh, into, like, different types of behavior and different types of uh, characteristics that I... I remember saying I didn't want, but I was so focused on what I didn't want versus what I actually wanted that I attracted what I didn't want. Because again, the law of attraction does not, does not distinguish between what you want and what you don't want. It, it looks at where your energy and where your attention and where your focus is at. So if your focus is on what you don't want, you're going to get more of that. If your focus is on what you do want and you're not thinking about what you don't want or not putting too much attention on that, then that's what you'll get. So that was a lesson that I actually already knew. But again, sometimes you got to get, I'm stubborn. And I'll admit it. So for me to learn certain lessons, it takes for me to really feel it. And in my case, it, it took for the equivalent of, a, of an emotional beatdown for me to really feel and accept what the law of attraction was talking about and to respect it as well. Not just accept it, but I'm, I'm respecting it. All kind of respect right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so how, what's my plan for how I want to attract love moving forward, right? It's so weird to say attracting love in like out loud. I'm not used to saying that shit out loud. It sounds so strange, but I'm in a place where I'm open for love and um, 
I'm still doing it in a in a way that's kind of uh, feeling based and not just going out and saying, you know, everybody uh, has a shot because that's not it's not the truth. I'm still very intuitive and I'm still very feeling oriented. So I'm still going to fill it out. But um, it's nice to be able to say that out loud. Yeah, I'm admitting it. I'm ready for love. But this is how I'm going to attract love now from now on. Uh, by the way, let me put this up too. Now I got to put my little banners. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the video because uh, YouTube likes that. YouTube appreciates it. And if YouTube appreciates it, then I appreciate it because that can affect my uh, my bottom line later on. So I appreciate y'all if y'all comment, like, subscribe, and even share if you want to share it. If you feel like it's something that could help somebody you know, why not share it with somebody? And also, y'all already know the more you share, the closer I get to a thousand subscribers, which allows me to do some different things on YouTube, include, I mean, included, <laughs> um, I said included, <laughs> I've been drinking, I've been drinking for the last few hours, um, including uh, being able to monetize on YouTube. So helping me get to a thousand would really help. And I appreciate every one of y'all that are in here right now and everyone that listens to this on every other platform as well. All right. So I almost did this little bit too. I'm still probably going to do it. Nah, I'm not going to do it. Why not? Nah, it's already passed. I was going to start off saying like, I had a situation, like kind of like the whole Usher thing. And then I was like, nah, let me. The, the the moment passed, so, but I, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good idea. I don't know. I, I think it's a good idea still, whatever. I don't care. Um, let me get my banner down. So, okay. All right. So what's the plan for attracting love uh, from now on? Like from this point, this moment on, right? This point on. For one, I'm going to speak on what I want instead of what I don't want. Like I just said, the universe can't tell the difference. So if I'm focusing my attention on the stuff that I don't want, I'm going to get more of that. And I'd prefer to get things I actually want, not the things I don't want. And that's something that actually a lot of us do. I don't know if y'all noticed that, but a lot of us love to talk about what we don't want. What we don't want to experience, what we don't want to have come into our lives and this, that, and the other. And we don't realize that we're actually bringing that closer into our experience by talking about it and putting so much attention and focus on it. So you can know what you don't want. That's okay. Because knowing what you don't want allows you to know what you do want, but focus your attention, focus your words, focus your energy on what you do want. All right. That's the first part of it. That's first lesson or the first thing that I'm going to do differently. Second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to clean up my past vibrations or at least begin addressing them as not to bring them along in every new situation. So I already talked about how I brought my past into, um, how I brought my past into my present. And that will continue happening, y'all. Not just for me, but for other people as well. If you don't address, at least address it, you know? Um, if not fully resolve it, but maybe you can't fully resolve it by the time you meet somebody else. That's fine, but at least start addressing it 
and start working on your past issues. That way you are not dragging them into your new issues or into your new situations because they will undoubtedly come up if you don't deal with them. They will come up somehow and they'll find a way and they'll peek their head out and then you'll have to deal with it then. And sometimes it's a lot harder to deal with it once you've gotten into a situation, you're maybe in love with somebody, maybe you got a child or something. Now these issues are coming up now, you know what I'm saying? We three years in and now these issues are coming up. So deal with the issues as soon as you can. I think that's a really good idea to start addressing them as early as possible. You have to talk like you have it already. I agree. That's also a key to a law of attraction is talking like you have it already. But believe it, though. Don't say shit that you don't believe. Don't say, oh, yeah, I got a a Maybach in the parking lot right now of my apartment waiting for me. You might not believe them, but that might be too far-fetched. Start smaller. Maybe say I got a, uh, a Toyota Camry in the parking lot waiting for me. <laughs> that might be more believable for you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know your situation. I'm just saying start where you can believe it. Uh, I do think speaking it into existence is important, and speaking it as if you already have it is important. But um, definitely keep it realistic so that you can actually believe whatever it is you're telling yourself. Um, SG says, I think it's more common for us to complain rather than us praising what do we want in life. It takes more of a conscious effort to do the latter. I agree. Thank you for that comment. I totally agree because it's so easy to complain. And then it's easy to find people to complain to and find people who kind of like will complain with you. Uh, so it it absolutely, that's why I said, that's why I said the thing earlier about me being lazy um, and wanting to blame the other person because I was being lazy and not focusing my attention the way I needed to focus it. I wasn't putting in the work and it does take work based on how we're conditioned in this world. Um, it takes a lot of work to see what you want versus what's in front of you, basically. It takes a lot of practice, a lot of focus. I'm learning right now that you can go in and out very quickly. You know what I'm saying? One second you're in, and then the next second you're blaming somebody else for something. So it takes work for sure. And I totally agree that it's a lot easier to complain than it is to uh, create your own, your own reality deliberately. And intentionally, but you know, at the end of the day, you either want it or you don't. You either want to continue attracting things that you don't really want, but that are active in your vibration, or you're gonna say, All right, I'm gonna do the things that I need to do to attract the things I actually want, the people I actually want, the relationships, um, the interactions. You know, that that's totally up to you. So I'm definitely in that space now where I'm 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 gonna put the work in. I'm going to be a lot more intentional now. Okay. Uh, the third thing I'm going to do from this point on is go deeper into my triggers and do my best to quell or diminish their effects on how I feel or react. Now, 
I'm going to give you all some insight right now. I had to take a deep breath because triggers are really triggering. <laughs> and they make you feel a lot emotionally and uh, a lot of different things. One of my triggers that I don't think I'm going to be able to totally um, get rid of completely. And I, honestly, I don't want to get rid of it completely, but I want to just find a better balance for it is people ignoring me or um, what I consider neglecting or ne ignoring me. Um, I don't know why that's a trigger and that's something I need to look deeper into, obviously. But when people completely ignore me and just don't give me a response to a text or whatever the case may be, um, it drives me insane. Like, it drives me wild. It, it To me, it's the equivalent of somebody slapping me in the face on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I they slap me right here. I give them the other cheek. They slap me on the other side, too. Um, it's the equivalent of somebody hanging up on me, which to me is like the ultimate disrespect in any kind of relationship. Um, but I do realize it's a trigger. And uh, again, I need to find out what it is that's behind it. I don't think I'll be able to completely get rid of it. I don't know if I want to. Because in all honesty, too, I think there's a level of respect in that as well, and a level of being able to communicate and speak. Um, even if you don't want to talk to somebody, I think it's important to tell somebody, hey, I don't really want to talk to you, or I can't talk to you when you're like this, or I'm not in a place where I have all my feelings together, so I don't want to say anything, or not right now, or I'm busy, whatever. Um, I still feel like there's a level of communication and respect there. So it's not going to be something that I totally get rid of, but it's going to be something that hopefully doesn't drive me as, uh, as to the point of, of anger that it does right now. Cause right now it's something that really, I can't stand. I really can't stand it. And I commend myself for how I did in the last situation when that happened. Um, well, I guess the last, last situation that that happened in a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, normally, I would be livid, like livid. But I was very calm. And uh, my concern at that time was making sure that the person was okay. And so I wasn't as upset. But I think later on throughout the day, I got more upset about it. <laughs> but at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't like as upset as I could have been. So I'm getting better with it, but I'd like to still get better on it. So I'm going to work on my triggers. And uh, that's one of them that I know of. I don't know of many others, but I'm sure there are others too. All right. So the fourth thing is I can't make anybody feel ready or comfortable to move forward with me. Um, people are where they are. And if you have to hope for it to work out, it probably isn't the best fit. So basically I can't force nobody to do nothing. All right. And then also I'm a persuasive guy. I feel like I'm a persuasive person. Right. But when a person is in a place, I can't do enough persuading or enough, uh, convincing to make somebody feel more comfortable to do something that they're not comfortable doing. 
And so I need to accept that moving forward that people are where they are. And another part of that is everybody ain't me. (laughs) I heard that earlier this week. Somebody said, I'm not you. And, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to tell them they were right because they, you know, because they ain't answered my text, but that's a whole nother thing. But that person was right. They're not me. And I can't expect people to be like me or to, or to, or to react to things the way I would react because I'm me, you know what I'm saying? I'm me and that person is them. And I need to respect the fact that that person handles things how they handle it. And I handle things how I handle it. Um, that's going to take work as well. So that's, that's a part of, you know, me making sure that I, I understand that I can't, I can't make anybody do anything. And it's not my job or position to make anybody do anything or to try to get them to do anything. Um, people need to do things when they're ready. And usually I'm pretty good about that, but sometimes I, I get out of that and I try to control my, my, uh, my, what do you call it? I try to control my, um, my conditions around me. And sometimes that includes the way people do things as well. And, you know, it's something I work on, something I'll get better with. Um, I think I have to, because at the end of the day, I don't want, um, well, at the end of the day, I can't do anything about it anyway, you know? One thing you realize once you've been living long enough is that the only thing you really can control is yourself. You can't control shit else. You can try to control so many other aspects of your life and so many other things in your life. uh, And you could try to control people's behavior, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So it's a, uh, a useless effort to even try to do that. But on top of that, um, it gives you a lot more peace when you know that you're controlling the only thing that you actually can control and you're doing that effectively. So I need to stop trying to um, get people to understand my point of view or to uh, convince people to do certain things, even if it's something I really, really want. Um, the fifth thing is, uh, probably the most important to be honest. And I kind of touched on this earlier, but it's, uh, getting into what I call alignment with inner being God, universe, source energy, whatever you call it, whatever your higher power that you believe in is, if you believe in a higher power, um, and do that, get in alignment with that, uh, with that energy so that I'm not looking outward for attention, validation, love, security, or anything else. Plus, when people are out of alignment, I'm calling it out of alignment when people are not connected to that source or to God, to their God energy. Um, Plus, when people are out of alignment, we tend to be kind of trash because of some different stuff, me and myself included. Like, when, when human beings are out of alignment, we are not, we're not that likable. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're really hard to like, uh, let alone love. Um, and you could kind of throw the whole unconditional thing out the window when you're out of alignment. Like, when you're in a place where you're coming from 
fear or you're approaching relationships with the expectation of someone else making your interests their top priority or somebody else is making other somebody else making somebody else responsible for you feeling a certain way um people be egotistical super self-absorbed and inconsiderate um and one of the worst things is fearful and having a lack mentality and that's honestly how people are walk most people are walking around every day i mean to be totally honest that's those are the type of vibes and feelings that people have on a daily basis because they're not connected to their inner being or their higher power or source whatever you want to call it what i call alignment um and so using the example of the last situation again once we got out of alignment once both of us got out of alignment it was a done deal there was no i thought there was a coming back but that's me being stubborn and me trying to will stuff into existence but once we got out of alignment and we weren't able to come back into alignment at the same time uh with our you know with our respective inner beings really didn't have a chance because again people are not easy to deal with people are not easy to like uh, and people are damn sure hard to love unconditionally when when you're out of alignment the idea of unconditional love seems fucking ridiculous why would i love somebody if they're acting this way why would i give them my love if they're acting this way we could even use the example I just talked about in terms of my triggers. Like, why would I fuck with somebody who ignored me? Why would I do that? They don't deserve my respect. They don't deserve my attention. They don't deserve my time. Clearly, they don't respect me. So why would I, you know, give that back to them? And so that's the type of thinking that happens when people are out of alignment. And unfortunately, like I said, that's kind of the space that most people are in. Um, and even when they meet new people, they're in a place of, you know, oh, let me let me be cautious, uh, maybe fearful of what this could be. Um, and when you meet people in that way, it's really hard to uh, it's really hard for that sometimes to move on into a successful situation. So I know for me, I'm going to be very deliberate and, and intentional in connecting with my inner being before I even try to bring somebody else into my energy because what could happen too is if i'm not in a place where i'm 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 solid emotionally and i'm not knowing how to connect on my own now i could fall into that same thing of looking outward to try to get somebody else to help me connect because that's what happened in this last situation the other person uh when they focused their attention on me and gave me you know that that affection, that love, it helped me connect with my inner being better. But then I started feeling like uh, that was necessary for me to connect with my inner being. And that's where the mistake is. You got to be able to do that on your own or with somebody else's help. But you can't depend on somebody else to be able to get back into that place. So that's something I want to get very good at. Uh, I'll say this, though. There were parts towards um, later in the relationship where I was able to get into that space easier. 
Um, I was able to meditate. There was a time where we was having a conversation and it was going kind of left and I stopped and I meditated for a little bit. And then I came from a totally different perspective that was very, um, very calm and kind of like higher thinking. So it is possible to do, but it takes practice. So I'm going to keep practicing. But that's about it. That's, that's, that's my plan moving forward. Um, that's how, I'm, how I plan to attract love in 2022. Um, I do want to say that I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful for uh, the last person because she helped me realize how often I was out of alignment. And she helped me see how much work and practice it takes to stay in alignment, especially when you got somebody challenging you. And not necessarily always in a bad way. Like, I think most of the challenging was good. And I also thank her for helping me with a lot of blind spots that I, I didn't know I had because I thought I had worked out a lot of shit that uh, apparently I hadn't worked out. Um, so she kind of helped me with that as well. So I appreciate that. And um, yeah, that's, I want to leave that on a positive note. I don't want anybody to feel like uh, it was like all bad. It ended in a way that was undesirable. However, um, it ended because it had to. It ended because it was inevitable based on where our energies are and were at the time. So that part I don't feel bad about. A little bit of disappointment, a little bit of sadness, but I understand why we are where we are now. And that's okay. That part is fine. So that's what it is, y'all. Um that's the plan moving forward for 2022. Like I said, I do want to talk more about sex on this podcast and how to enjoy a better sex life. So hopefully y'all could join me. And uh, we can have a lot of fun talking about that. Um, yeah. So we're going to move into 2022 with a lot of positivity, a lot of intentional creation and attraction, right? Y'all not going to leave me out here doing this attraction by myself. Y'all going to hopefully work on y'all, whatever y'all got to work on to attract more effectively as well. And uh, we could come back to the table and talk about the different things that we've done in our respective lives and what we've brought into our experience and existence. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm getting ready for a fun ass trip this weekend, uh, to Utah. And, uh, I got to put some people to shame, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't typically drink a lot, but I can, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know how to do it. So I might have to put some people to shame this weekend, but we're going to have a good time. Um, we're going to have fun snowboarding and uh, what is it? Uh, skiing. I'm not going to do any skiing. I'm, I'm going to do more snowboarding. I've always wanted to try snowboarding, so I'm going to see what's up with that. But um, we'll have a good time with that. So that is episode number 33. I appreciate y'all for joining me. Thank you for being here. And uh, I will talk to you all on the next podcast next week, next Wednesday. Don't forget, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right. Talk to y'all later. Peace.